Michael Johnson. Hello, John Papa Giorgio. Hi. Hi. Papa's basement, all the all the basement tears. <laughs> Hi, grizzled gravel voice Johnson. Uh well it's it's good to be here, John. I have uh since last time I uh was on the podcast, uh started smoking a couple more packs a day. Uh just drinking basically rubbing alcohol and uh just trying to get my voice into good shape for the next time I'd be on. So Michael why do they call you the bad boy of Top 40 Radio? Uh, you know what? I think it's because when I find a song, I'll just play it. Like, uh, you know, uh, I Saw the Sign by Asa Bass. I love that song. Yeah, I'll play that for 40 hours straight and just lock the studio doors and uh, basically hold the station hostage. No rules. Yeah, I'm like, not anyone in the... 10 mile radius of this station is going to listen to the song. I remember when that happened. They had to call out a negotiator. Actually, you know what? The uh, first time I, when I changed my major from education to communications in college. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're back to real Michael and the voice has barely changed. Oh, uh, really? You uh, really have been eating gravel lately. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and uh, when I went off on that really just unfunny riff, um, it I was inspired by the, I told you I was watching horror documentaries. Yes, yeah. So the if anyone out there is into horror documentaries, um, I watched... I think we need to pronou- we need to clarify that horror horror. Or, I say it quickly too, and because like horror horror yeah horror horror horror. People know what we do. It sounds like we're saying horror documentary. Yeah, this isn't about the Bunny Ranch. Yeah. or uh, you know, Call Girl Number Nine, which is a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Elliot, the girl Elliot, the Elliot Spitzer. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what I the director for The Exorcist is Friedkin, or was that William, the writer? William Friedkin. Friedkin was yeah. the director. Yeah. So there's a, Blady was the writer. There's a horror app that I watch uh, called Shutter. Oh, Shutter! Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can get like a week free of it. I did yeah. watch like it's one like movie. five bucks a month. Yeah, but you know me. Yeah, no. <laughs> We're talking about a guy that goes to Denny's and is like, "Is there a cost for an extra tea bag for my tea?" It's Eighty-seven cents. Right. <laughs> What else are you getting, sir? Nothing. Michael, just... are you covering this? Yeah. <laughs> get, if the, you, uh, get the second cup of tea, John. Real right. fast. If you want to treat yourself to the biggest... I don't know if I've talked about this movie This is the fifth the digression we've had since we started. It's fine. Okay, whatever. The, the show is just digressions. The show is like Inception, but harder to follow and more right. plotless. Okay. Um, Hang in there, everybody. Yeah, it's worth it. Eventually... Uh, We'll all wake up with uh, aged James Watanabe and, <laughs> or Watanabe. Whatever the fuck. I still haven't seen that movie. Oh, it's good. I yeah. liked it when it came out. Uh, so oh. Glenn Danzig did a movie for Ver- uh, that's on Shutter, Sh- Shutter called okay. Veronica. It is unintentionally the funniest piece of wow. shit you will ever see and includes his current girlfriend and her giant implants. Nice. And are they are they a, a Papa Giorgio definition of bolts? Oh, they're bolt on. Oh, they're <laughs> bolt on. Yeah, they bolts. they very much look like Tupperware flipped over. Ah, that's a good description. Yeah, yeah. flipped, taped to the body, and yeah, call it a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the William Freakin's uh, d- documentary is called Leap of Faith. I recommend it. I've I've seen people shit on it, uh, but I loved it. And in the documentary... Is that a TikTok challenge? Yes. To to shit on a (laughs) TV cop. Shit on uh, William Freakin's documentary, Leap of Faith. Um, But the woman uh, that did the demon voice for Linda Blair... Okay. She was sober. She had not drank in I don't know how many years. And in order to get to the the voice... I guess she was some voiceover artist maestro she was the voice of mickey mouse right well she she broke her sobriety started drinking alcohol smoking cigarettes and eating raw eggs uh to get the voice as specific to what she felt like he needed the raw egg part throws me that that seems like it would be a lubricant well she yeah well she said this is what i'm gonna have to do and i'm just thinking like is there a man? Is she that? that committed of a voiceover artist where she's like has just like you know 
hundreds, hundreds and thousands of hours of like, no, I, I need to, she knows just what to add to get to yeah. right where she needs to be. I don't I know. I need I, to go down on a lay ocean between ages 18 and 24. <laughs> There's or she just wanted to drink again. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, Either or. <laughs> Are you sure you have to drink for this? I do. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, well, I bought you this bottle of Bowman's. I need the good stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gilby's. <laughs> Hook it up. Um, where did we uh, first digress from, though? Well, uh, you're talking about you've been watching horror. Horror. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rural juror. Yes, we've been watching. I've been watching a lot of horror. Yeah, horror. Uh, what else did I watch uh, recently? Um, I've watched some really bad ones. There's one on Shutter called Porn, okay, which is really good. It, porn's good. You heard it here first. Yeah. No, this one's called Porn. It's about a bunch of kids that are like, okay, uh, we're gonna <laughs> a bunch of children, a bunch of preschool age children. No, it's All about. Right. All right. <laughs> Bunch of, I guess, uh, college age. Uh, oh, that's much better. Girls and guys um, that work at a movie theater uh-huh. for like a evangelical sort of Christian guy that owns it, and uh, they come across some like stashed away porno movie that basically summons a succubus. So it's like The Ring, but you get fucked instead of killed. Uh, kinda. Okay. Fucked, killed. Fucked, too. I killed. won't. I won't ruin it for anyone. But I enjoyed it. I legitimately laughed a few times, and I actually tweeted the guy that directed it, maybe wrote it on Twitter because I was like, right, I'm going to give this guy some props. How many followers did he have? I don't know, but I, he he seemed like low key. Like, okay, do you get butt hurt as I do? When you reach out to someone, because I have my fake inflated at this point, I don't know, like 5,500 followers right. or whatever on Twitter, at Papa's Basement, at Papa's Basement, at Papa's Basement. Um, if I reach out to someone and they're like following 1,100, 1,100 followers, but they actually right. did something artistically, I'm like, that was great, man. What's up? And I follow them and they don't like follow me back oh, or yeah. even respond. I'm just like... I hate you. Right. I hate your work. I take back everything I said. And this is why you only have 1,100. I, I used to. I don't care anymore. Yeah. In fact, I think I have like probably slightly more followers than or I'm following slightly more than I am being followed. And that's fine. Yeah. I, I used to uh, even now, every once in a while where I'll tweet at someone Mainly just, uh, you know, if it's like, hey, I loved I loved what you did. I've mm-hmm. tried to get off the hate train because, like. I have not tweeted anyone anything hateful in years. Yeah. Like, I know I was shocked to find out that I've been blocked by, uh, what was, was it, Jen, Jen Sturger? Is that the one that showed her or saw uh, the dong? Oh, Brett Favre? Brett Favre, yeah. yeah. I must have mentioned her in the context of his cock, and that was enough to land me on Blocksville. Right. And I, like years later, I was trying to look up her Twitter, because I was like, let's see how this piece of plastic is doing. And I, I just couldn't leer. The last two people that have blocked me have been the... Sean and Kathy Westfall. Yes. Uh, Montauab uh, Police Department. Okay. For, from Making a Murderer. <laughs> uh, was it Montawab? I can't remember, but uh, it's actually my pinned tweet. I uh, right as I was getting done uh, watching uh, making a murderer, and I think I I tweeted at the wrong police department. <laughs> yeah. But they were like taking like such a beating that I think they just blocked anybody that was harassing them. But uh, they had tweeted out they had uh, arrested somebody for DUI, and I I. Uh, I think I replied at them. uh, Were you able to pin it on Steve Avery? (laughs) And uh, then the other person that blocked me was uh, ESPN sports columnist Bomani Jones, who I just felt like was race baiting the RG3 Kirk Cousins issue. Okay. And I called him a hack. And this was like when Kirk Cousins was – uh, starting to take over the starting role. Like, he was obviously the better quarterback. 
Yes. These were like RG3's final days. For for those that don't really keep up with football, the the then Redskins drafted, gave up a boatload of their future draft picks to get RG3, uh, Robert Griffin Jr. Robert Griffin III. Yeah, and their coach, who was following the owner's orders, uh, on a flyer took Kurt cousins in the third or fourth, fourth round fourth, fourth round. round yes just like we might need a backup plan yes which fourth round uh, getting a, a functional quarterback in the fourth round for those that aren't familiar with football that's like pretty amazing honestly yeah, russell wilson was the same draft he went third round. third round yes. yeah but um, clearly the hall of famer of that draft right yes didn't have to give up uh, two more first rounders and a second rounder. Right. It's the second that always haunted me and my friends. Right. <laughs> it was just that extra, like the three firsts weren't enough. We just needed the second two. You fucking piece of shit. And yeah. then you know what? You know what makes that even worse? And sorry to get all football oh, on yeah. the people. The fucking Rams did nothing with those picks. Oh yeah, that nothing. Was, that was, they became nothing. That was Jeff Fisher. Oh. Jeff Fisher yeah. and his porn stash. Yeah. Oh, God. Jeff well, Fisher looks like a detective that would have pinned something on Steve Avery. He kind of yeah. looks like Ted Lasso with a mustache. Does Ted Lasso have a mustache? In I believe so, yeah. yeah. He kind of looks like a little shorter Ted Lasso with more of a, uh, kinda, you know, a f- West Virginian, you know, uh, mullet. Yes. Kind of parted over. If Ted Lasso went eight and eight <laughs> all the time, he but, would be Ted Lasso. But um, so Bomani Jones started, this was like 20, I guess it's like 2015, 2016. Mm. He started making this a whole race race thing. Okay. And it wasn't. And uh, I called him a hack on Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, he replied at me like, uh, Something like that's you know people that just disagree with you uh, feel like it's so easy to just throw around the term hack or something, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think I replied something like, no, it's because you have a hack premise for your argument. You know nothing about like this whole entire issue, and you're making it uh, a race issue when it's not. And uh, he blocked me. Oh. And I'm still blocked to this day. Every oh, time. Wow. You don't think he goes through his block list every so often and then like views your like, oh, like, has he You have it? been pardoned, sir. Yeah. Look, I want you. And then he sends a DM. He's like, I think I've seen some maturity right. in your tweets over the last couple of years. Uh, how are things, by the way? Would you like to follow me again? If you're if you're listening, Bomani, uh, just to let you know that I have no hard feelings. I uh, just think that you had a weak argument. And you yeah, got, you and got to defensive. be fair, he's been Michael Johnson has been vindicated here. Kirk Cousins is a starter, a starter to this day. I mean, got paid by the Minnesota Vikings. Always, always the argument that this guy isn't as good as the money he's making. Right, but RG three came in for I think one game with the Ravens he, last he year. He also came in against Washington when they were. Yeah, throw, throw and was like promptly injured again, I believe, with his bone. Like he just he, didn't do anything. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's like, just been ineffective. Yeah, if you took the human skeleton, like you know how the T eight hundred Terminator is made out of like steel, but it's a human skeleton. Like RG three is like a Terminator made out of balsa wood. Right. You know, like, <laughs> just, I loved RG three too. I was the, the biggest RG three fan. I wanted him to do well. Who the fuck? We gave up the farm for that guy. Yeah. Who the fuck didn't want him to do well? My mm-hmm. God. Like that shot when he, they took out the saints that game oh, one. Yeah, and we're like, yeah. this is amazing. And there was that famous post picture of him, like celebrating the, the touchdown. Yeah, yeah. On his ass. Yeah. I was great. I was high on that dude. And then they rattled off seven wins to make the playoffs. To make the playoffs. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I think they were three and six and wound up going 10 and six. That's fucking insanity. The only thing was, is that he got banged up early enough where watching him was like watching someone like take out your Ferrari 
you know, for a drive. And you're just the like, guys ah. from Ferris Bueller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, the playoff game against Seattle was us in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> like trying to like <laughs> take that some miles game off of it. Was when it fell out of camera. Right. Yeah. right. And just went through the back. Yep. Yeah. So that season was the the big nosed guy and the black guy happily to the star wars music bouncing oh, yeah. down the highway who's that hispanic like, guy he was like in a lot of movies like uh, as always the villain the he was with like i think one line yeah. in that movie he was like ah oh, don't worry about it man oh no I'm you too okay, okay yeah. <laughs> yeah ferris at first is like uh i'm gonna look Stur- him up do you i actually speak english uh, what country do you think this is yeah what country do you think this is man oh god yeah man so we are recording in Richard Edson. Richard Edson is the uh also blocked you. Gra- nah, he, well was he in Sonic Youth? Yeah, it looks like it. What? He, he was in Sonic Youth from nineteen eighty one to nineteen eighty two. Okay, like a brief window then. Yeah. Uh what's his he's got a few um That's like the Beastie Boys having a chick for a year in their ranks. I forgot who the fuck that was, but He's had quite a career, though. Good for him. I mean, is he still working? He did. He did some work in 2018. Uh, yeah, but uh, those are the only guys that I can think of that have blocked me. But uh, I have just, in general, just given up the fight on social media. I, I barely tweet now. Yeah. I, I look. I'm not saying that's a healthy thing. I think for me, that was for several years my writing outlet like i think if you went through the body of my tweets you would be like you have hours worth of material here like write about it or perform it and i'm like no i liked putting out 140 characters while a dump was coming out of my butt you know like that's oh i i went back through my tweets when i submitted for the onion Mm -hmm. which uh i was so confident that it would work out and i never heard from them but i went i went and deleted them a few I went back. I remember I submitted to Hard Times, the Hard Times, I oh, think, right, or right. or the Hard Drive. I think it was their video game spinoff right. site, and I was like, "God, I'm gonna crush this." And they, I remember them, man, yeah, just not giving me the time of day. Back, I I got another uh, post that the Onion was taking submissions, and I went back just to look at. I remember the headlines recent. you led off with like you sent them over to me and it was like man sucks cock i'm like that's funny <laughs> right yeah i just thought that was so in, insightful it was in your face funny. yeah it was there uh but it is such a former shell of itself it's really it uh, is uh, like like achingly painful to i forgot who the fuck was is it scott what's his name that uh he now scott dickers uh, who's now all over my timeline with uh, he was like I think one of the founders okay. of the Onion, and now he's all over like because I'm friends with him and I follow his professional page, and my Facebook timeline, at least once a day I see video of Scott Dickers be like take my writing stuff, and that's he seems like a nice guy. He's friends with our buddy Mike Sachs. Seems like oh, a good yeah. dude, but his take on the Onion because he left it I think a while ago at this point. It's he's like awful. Well, it used to be all these people from these varied backgrounds, and they came together and made The Onion what it is. He's like, The Onion now is people, this is probably the same thing that happened with The Simpsons. Right. It's just people that grew up reading The Fucking Onion, and they can, like, do a good job of, like, writing what the... What it sounds like. What it, yeah, yeah, what it sounded like. That almost sounded walking us. They do a good job. What it sounds like. <laughs> um, of... They do. They can approximate what these things were. You know what I mean? They, right. they weren't there making the original McDonald's burger, but they can make you what a right. burger was. You know, like. And I have I have drifted away from the Onion years ago, but I remember ninety nine two thousand two thousand one being at school. Like I believe it was Wednesday at midnight, and just being like refresh, 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 right. waiting for that fucker to update. Because right. God, the Onion vintage. I onion. think it's first kind of dent in its armor was uh i know what word you wanted to use go yeah, on yeah I, mean, I can't yeah i uh then all of a sudden you know yeah hate i know you know then you'll, you'll my, get my, blocked my, my ex-wife's family yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, block you on twitter 
But uh, it was when they called the, that little actress girl a cunt. Do you remember that? <laughs> like, who was it again? I was some little African-American actress. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like it was. Or she was like on the red carpet and they were like, oh, what a cunt or something like that. And they, they apologized for it, correct? Or yeah, because no? they took a whole bunch of heat yeah. on Twitter for it. And it's like, hey, I don't think she's going to probably see it. Yeah. And like, stick to your fucking guns. And everybody else, relax. Just Yeah. Do you really believe there's a publication that has any opinion regarding this girl, other than she's probably pretty talented right. if she's getting this nod, but no. Do you think, seriously, the take on this small child is she's a cunt? Right. And uh, then, uh, I'm trying to think what I, But yeah, now it, I open it up and it just... I mean, that that is when we started entering that space of, like, you can't explore everything through humor now. Right. And uh, we've been there 10-ish years. I, ho- I feel like it might swing back around. At some point. But I, I think pe- uh, people are getting tired of, like... Getting blocked what, by Bomani Jones. Right, yeah. I'm getting tired of getting blocked. Uh, at some point, we, gotta, we have to uh, at least... Let people learn what context is again and like being able to read hyperbole and understand that. Yeah. And now it's just like it was said and I don't like it. It literally means. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's fine. I mean, we can move away from this in a second, but I, the office. No, let's dig our heels. Okay. In. That's right. Let's <laughs> let us first. Two white guys. I know. Let's... Two heterosis white males. I'm going to pull out my Most DNA hetero. records from 23andMe to assert my Caucasosity, if that's right. a word. And then we're going to get Of course, there. two hetero white cis males are sitting around <laughs> talking about what should be allowed in comedy. <laughs> I don't have any bitterness. No, none. 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 But I, I will... Look back at episodes of The Office, which is the darling of, bizarrely enough, this entire generation that came after The Office's airings. And Steve Carell's Michael Scott had, like, a character named Ping. And the whole joke was Steve Carell as Michael Scott was so out of touch, he thought this character... We could all laugh at the fact he was doing this exaggerated Asian thing, but now it's just... And I'm not saying I'm going to die on a fucking hill for people to do the ping voice. Right. And, but I'm just saying that was something that wasn't considered. Like these very woke writers and actors in that time were like, that is acceptable. We can laugh at this guy. Right. It's clear why we're introducing this. And to your point, it's like that would not be done anymore. And I'm not saying I, I'm just saying it. I truly, I don't know if I give a fuck either way, honestly. I don't like walking on eggshells, that's about it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I do give a fuck anymore. Um, Didn't say the word you wanted to say before, but what, without context. What, is chink in the armor? I mean, that's what got Sarah Silverman. In, no, she got, she was just using chink. But, the, oh, ESPN got in trouble. Oh, with Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin saying, like, a chink in the armor or something. Yeah, like. I mean, that was... But isn't it is is that at its root directed towards Asians? Or no, it, it literally means a fucking like gap chink. or hole in armor. Yeah, yeah. I don't, that's the piece. That I don't know. Drives it's, me crazy. Yeah. Is like, how do you feel about the the Philly cheesesteak house named Chinks? And they finally had to change the name. A couple why? Years ago. Why? It was Philly cheesesteak. There house was there named was there was chinks? an Italian dude whose nickname I think was. Chinks. And his restaurant was just called Chinks, I believe. And for the longest time, he was like, fuck you. I'm not changing the name of my but restaurant. But that was his last name. I don't know what it was. Or like it was a, an abbreviation thereof. But it is now not Chinks anymore. Michael, by the way, is looking out the window of this palace that we oh, are currently yeah. recording in. You look like De Niro in Heat. Like, just staring out the window. Like, th- what washed over you when I explained that this guy had to switch the name of his restaurant? Oh, I, I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of um, just the uh, I know this the, is, the manipulation. This of, has been big of, with you for a long time. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, and I think, like, 
you're hearing a side from me that has been more afraid on this podcast before of like really mm-hmm. talking about it. Now I just don't care because the dream is dead. I'm not my, you know, I'm not doing anything with comedy or showbiz like what long term. What? Or, Why? Know, not, it's not. It's not in my cards anymore. Why? I what? am why so let's please don't say it's age it. i'm only three years younger no i just it's like why do i want to be a i what i'm like i like it's for example like the onion mm-hmm. or saturday night live or anything like that where it's like i just like my my heart to be in it or on it is just to be validated and and for me but it's like Honestly, if I look at like the product, I don't I don't read it. I don't watch it. Why why do I want to be a well, part of something it's that, I don't even it's that give mythical, a shit about it? I am so far along in comedy that I am paid for this. Yeah, I would love I would love like yes, if they came knocking at my door for whatever reason. Because <laughs> to me that is the validation that you make a living in it. And right. and that's what's so but I feel like it's like um, it's a party that has been over for years. Well, yeah, everything has become like I, I want. I want to be a. I want to be on the show that I grew up with twenty five years ago. Of course, exactly. What? I don't want to be on it now because porn is at the forefront in everything in technology. You know what? What? What was the reason? Pretty much, we had VCRs. What helped sell it? Porn. What kind of made the internet what it is? Porn. What now the the democratization of making money in these ways? Porn. Like, I'll, look, twenty years. Well, ago, I'm I'm really trying to follow. Okay, your train of get this. Here. So, <laughs> twenty years ago, you had like Jenna Jameson, right? You had this last right. vestige, this last era of porn stars that everyone fucking knew, right? Right? These huge, and we're like. She made a quote unquote living in porn. Now, if you look at what Jenna Jameson actually brought in on any given year, I don't know if it was that fucking much. Like, don't we always hear that they didn't make a fuck done in the end? I mean, I think it was like, you know, anything in sales, like there were the top earners and there were the Everyone, people. That, yeah. yeah. So what does being a porn star in 2021 look like? Well, I guess you have a couple of people, a couple of people who are still pretty well known. But I think a fuck ton of people are making a pretty decent living at it just doing OnlyFans and things of that nature. Like they, uh, what you're saying so there are different vehicles to make money now and you don't have to be Yeah, I mean famous quote unquote. Do you as if you are comedian Michael Johnson, whatever the fuck podcaster Michael Johnson, mm-hmm. video maker Michael Johnson. If you are doing what you want creatively, I, I that's what and, I want, that satisfaction. Yeah, more than anything. And else. you are making a living at it and you have like a few thousand people smooching your butt and saying you're really funny, you're really talented. By 2021 standards, that's kind of killing it. You know like do you need to be Will Ferrell anymore? Oh no! Like, I, I I I get what you're saying now that we like the amount of <laughs> we, we had to go through like several adult movie of theaters. Of course, and, well everything. Yeah, <laughs> I can only liken things to pornography. I was so. like, I am I'm really trying to stay with. Yeah, this. you're like you before the show. You were like, this is great coffee, and I was like, remember John Holmes? Right, <laughs> hold with me. Right. Um, uh, yeah. No, I. Um, you everything is democratized that's what i'm saying well, no like, yeah i i i am all about making money in, in any way shape or form yeah it's become this you know what hold on eva we're recording a podcast what do you want eva talk into the mic you're on air oh i was gonna say if you you are in clifton you're at michael's little um bachelor pad we are hello Okay, we'll get some ice cream. Oh, are you okay. really? Are you on your way? I don't remember the name of the place, but it's in downtown Clifton, right in the cute little area. And since I know that both of you are fairly food driven, yes. you'll like this place. Okay. I mean, I love it. It's soft, soft serve ice cream. I'm there. I think it's, I don't, I'll eat soft serve, but I think this is like good ice cream, like solid ice cream. 
Uh, it's like solid ice cream. Listen. The best chocolate ice cream I've ever had in my life. The best ice cream anywhere is McDonald's vanilla soft serve. I'll eat that shit four times a week lately, yeah. dude. It's 200 calories per cone. Oh, my God. I will put that up against any dessert recall, at any they restaurant. working the place last time Nick and I went. They did. Oh, they... All right. We're there. Yeah. Colleged aged cuties. All right. Are we really recording? Yeah, we're really recording. We're, we're going to the... go back to the show now. All right. Happy recording. Bye. 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 Uh, fun. No, I mean, but everything, too, is so politicized that, like, one of the things that, like, I we've talked, had is political... Is this show politicized, Michael? I don't think so. Me neither. But we've talked in the past about politics. You know, I'm neither right or left. Yes. I, I hate both sides equally. Okay. But the fact, like... I feel pushed to the left by default. Like, I look at the right, and I'm like fuck and i look at the left and i'm like that lines up in some ways i i would say that most of my at least like socially like for the most part i'm like i i'm i consider myself down the middle but like slightly shaded towards the left yeah um but i don't uh, like like the thing about like even biden right now Mm. Like the way that um, nobody takes a shot at him. I mean, for my yeah, I guess. I mean, what are you? Are guys? you fucking kidding me with that guy? He oh. is like he is a futtering, fucking barely alive uh, animatronic structure. Of I guess I don't being. have that take on him. I guess it's yeah. Maybe we're digesting different media at this point. Like to me, I'm like, we had Trump, which was. Incredibly he's a, he bad. was a shit show. And then Biden has been but, like kind of quietly efficient. Like I don't think about Biden. Like some weeks I just don't think of Biden oh, once. That, and I'm like, that, that's, that's perfect. A, that, that's another thing. That's all it's I like, fucking want. His first three months, I is I forgot that he was president. Yeah, it's been great. But uh which has been such a departure from what, what we came out of, I don't want to go back to either. Yeah. I fucking I hate that guy. Just but, daily outrage. But you cannot tell me that there is not humor to be mined anywhere by the leading party. I mean, yeah, it's, I think what has happened, God, we need to move away from this, but I, I will say this. We have entered kind of such a politicized time where you don't want to be seen giving ammo, quote unquote, to the other side, even with a light ribbing. And I, and at the heart, at my very heart of like all of this. And I would have given you the same answer 25, 30 years ago when I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, is you love big but, titties uh, and you love pussy. I, I just, I believe in free speech yes. no matter what it is. Yeah. And I believe that um, we're all big boys and big girls and we should be able to like, you want to be treated equally then you get your bu- your balls busted equally. Like, we all get our balls busted. Or egg sacks. Or whatever. Like, everything is like... Is that what you think women have? Egg sacks? I don't know what they have. Uh, they're, not, they're not Charlotte's Web. Actually, Michael. I know that, you know, people refer to uh, my ball sack as testes. But yeah. mine is a actually a descended ovarian pouch. Okay. Yeah, that uh, actually is uh, no. <laughs> um, but that—that's the thing too. Is like I can't. I I am in such of a place where I'm like, you got to have the balls, and then in my head I'm like, or you have to have the fucking eggs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gotten to that point where mm-hmm. it like starts to mess with my head, where I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, like so. Second guess every fucking like. You heard it here first. Michael is going to write his book. These things I believe, and then sell it out of his trunk at gun shows. Right, exactly. (laughs) I um, and I just I you know I I know you're just having fun with me, but like even like saying shit like this, Mm -hmm. 
I'm then all of a sudden can be so easily painted into this far right corner or alternative whatever. And it's like, I don't believe in any of that shit. Yeah. I just believe in like people being able to uh, speak freely and like you're not defined for every yeah. like, little thing that you say. People, you, I mean, this is the speech I'll give and then we'll talk about my video game addiction and stuff. Right, sure. Um, I think everyone is just very addicted to everything being their way all the time and it's oh, a culture yeah. we've kind of entered this will sound weird but like with the advent of like wi-fi and smartphones and just everything you want as a click away i don't think this is the hottest take or particularly original but it genuinely like i was just listening to the radio the other day and i was like how foreign is it to so many people like the thought that the music I want at any given second might not be here. I have to flip around right. the dial and the station might not be working all that well. And it's just, we've gone down this rabbit hole of so many of your desires are just there for you. And that has become and your complaints should be instantly validated. Yeah. And that has become the metric of life for some people. Like my every whim needs to be met and if it isn't it's become this existential threat to i guess your belief system or your existence or whatever the fuck you want to say but it's it's odd and it's it's very new i don't right. i i just i find it incredibly foreign and well and i think a lot of the times when uh i feel manipulated by I guess I don't even want to call much of our media actual like media or it, it implies like <laughs> it implies that they're journalists and they're not. Yeah. And it's like Twitter up Twitter was, you know, a fuss over so and so's comment. And it's like, were they or was that like 10, 20 people? Circle jerk of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And it meant nothing. Like you look at like how many people are on Twitter? How many people are not on Twitter? How many people then are in the world and why is why are the people on Twitter all of a sudden like the vocal majority like what we all mean and uh, well now that I've blown the beard dandruff off of my microphone right I can hop to something else okay shall we hop to something else okay sure what do we got what do we got oh we should uh, give a shout out to Michael Adele Oh. Who is uh, the ho owner ho hosting this podcast today? Yeah, uh, Michael Johnson yeah. is house sitting for Michael O'Dell, and this house is in the the Clifton area of Virginia. Yeah. I don't. Which, <laughs> let's just not give out the address. I'll give out the street, but not the number. Right. No, uh, it is Clifton is a very hoity-toity region in an already <laughs> hoity-toity region. Like this is. I guess it's literally creme de la creme. This cream is badass living. And it it takes me back to my childhood when I had a buddy of mine that lived in Clifton. Like, my progression in life uh, as I ascended through the various little magnet programs I got into uh, as a kid was, like, going to the homes of progressively richer and richer people as I lived in the ranch-style hovel that I did. And I remember my buddy, Matt, uh, I don't know if I give last names or not. My buddy, Matt, we'll just say Matt. I remember his dad was like a super rich lawyer and very well connected. Mm. And I remember first going to their house and I was like, I never felt poorer <laughs> than I did going to that home, man. Like much like this abode, just opening onto private acres of woods. Right multi-level design um i remember he had a, a fancy fucking dog even like a breed i'd never heard of like <laughs> that kind of rich like right. this dog it was actually it. it was actually a cat it just looked like a dog oh god i <laughs> that i would have been on board for no this was a huge his name was sedgwick oh my god i don't know what the fuck a sedgwick is other than kevin bacon's wife <laughs> but, like this dog would yeah I, it, like only reacted to the engine of, of mercedes going up and down the driveway kind of right you know like god damn that was a rich house man oh, i 
fucking loved going to that place. If only because they had like great food that I could steal at all times. Because especially I, I was at the age where I was smoking a lot of weed in this place. And there was nothing better than raiding Matt's pantry filled with rich person food. What like, were that? What, what were like rich person snacks? There was a lot of really high end bagels that I cared about because we would. What was like the shit they bagel were, like, brand? Imported from Manhattan, kind of. Yeah, like I feel like they were choppered in after they were made <laughs> from you know like Hudson River water. Right. Uh, I'm trying to remember. If it was like Lindor's bagel, or there was like a shit roll of frozen bagels you would just get at the local grocery store that I remember having to like microwave to thaw out and then I would toast them and then it was, it tasted okay. It was, it was a bread donut. You know what I mean? Right. Like these people had bagels that danced upon the tongue and you know, like my first exposure to like locks and things of this nature, just all the good shit to put on it, like higher... I don't want to say higher end cream cheese because I think it's still just Philly cream cheese. But um, yeah, good bagels, man. Good damn bagels. Nice. Yeah, yeah this is. Uh, I would crush like two, three bagels a visit. You would eat two or three bagels a visit. I would try to get one at dinner time. I would try to get one as soon as we woke up, and then I'd probably get one out the door too. I would be so. Oh man, my I'd first be... exposure to the everything bagel. My mom just got us plain ass bagels, man. Yeah, yeah, everything bagels was a rever- revelation. Was it not? God, they were incredible. Um, you good man? You're checking your phone. What's I'm up? I'm getting texts. Um, what are your texts regarding? Uh, a new lady friend that I've started to see. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. You're with your lady pals, she's going to come over later, and you're going to potentially make love on every piece of furniture mr odell does listen to this podcast and no i'm not michael i didn't look you're going to put down plastic first like dexter oh right right yeah yeah i'm gonna cover cover the place yeah you had like 15 picnic table spreads like in the corner and i was like what is that for michael and you looked at me and just whispered murder fucking wow uh no i don't i'm not sure what's gonna happen but michael hold the mic like this oh sorry don't hold the damn cable you're gonna break the connectors sorry uh though i might uh my my daughter is out kayaking with her mother today your five-year-old daughter's kayaking six Six. yeah that still doesn't mean she has a lot of upper body strength like i feel she's kind of i saw a uh, instagram story and yeah uh, yeah there's a part of me that is like okay (laughs) all right i'm going to think positively but yeah i think she'll live i'm just i mean it wasn't like it's not like whitewater rapids it's pretty calm that's what i was picturing i was pretty much picturing deliverance no no, okay yeah they're in kentucky (laughs) (laughs) with a with a crossbow right for some reason. They're with John Boyd. Yeah. A crossbow and a banjo. Who doesn't go on a white water rafting trip armed with both a banjo and a crossbow? <laughs> <laughs> the two necessities. Did you bring the paddles? No. Well, I think they probably. were. They, they, the movies, weren't they going hunting? Were they as well? Okay. Was it? Or, I don't uh, know. I Dude, I literally watched Deliverance once at age 13 because it was right when I was getting into like movies that I heard referenced by other people. And I was like, yeah, I want to watch the Squeal Like a Pig movie. And like the Squeal Like a Pig rape scene comes up about, what, an hour in at most? So you hear dueling banjos, and then there's like the Squeal Like a Pig, and then there's like an hour plus of movie left. And to 13-year-old me, I'm like, fuck, Really? Is there anything else quotable? They Does may this have, have E.T. phone home at the end? You know, like, what am yeah. I watching this for? I, I just looked up a quick synopsis. I think they may have taken the weapons from the guys that ambushed them. I, but I thought they killed one of the two rapists, Burt Reynolds, with the crossbow. Uh, maybe. I mean, they were going canoeing. Maybe they Well, bought... maybe he put down his crossbow to rape Ned Beatty. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I mean... That's a lot to hold. Right. You're like, gonna, you can't both reach around and cradle Ned Beatty's ample bust and hold a crossbow as you sexually assault him. Right. Uh, I wonder what Ned Beatty 
Bruce's reaction was when he first got that script. He's like, "Oh, I won't be my playing. big break. I won't. I won't be playing him." Yeah. Followed by, uh, "Do you want to pause for a second? I'm going to piss my pants. This sure. coffee is going through me. Yeah, right, I gotta pause. I gotta And we're back. Uh, we are. Michael showed me some footage of Nina flying a helicopter. Yes. Yeah. I was uh I was pretty impressed. She graduated from the white water rafting nicely. Right. Uh but don't worry, your your ex wife was in the co pilot seat, so right. I think your six year old can handle that chopper just fine. Uh yeah, I I don't drink coffee often. I kind of remember like how desperately sometimes it makes you want to crap. I forgot how right. you're pissing the whole time too like this is uh this is our host's uh cold brew which yeah. is a one just you filter it into one cup okay and uh yeah the uh first cup i had this morning um my inside started turning pretty quickly yeah i i longed for that toilet the way a man yearns for a woman like <laughs> that, that god damn man now you're uh feeling post-coitus yeah i'm relief. blissful yeah I'm, I'm having a cigarette mm-hmm. with the blanket up over my man tits <laughs> God. so did you want the story of my my travels to jollybee yeah what is this place jollybee i don't know how i learned of it it's a restaurant that opened. Oh, we have that. one in the area. It's a Filipino fast food chain. I think Anthony Bourdain, at, I learned at one point, was crowing about it. They serve some weird dishes, uh, like a spaghetti that contains, I believe, like sliced hot dogs and almost like a, a sweet tomato sauce, as well as cheddar cheese sprinkled on top of it. They've also got chicken sandwiches, more basic things, uh, a burger that kind of has like a again a sweet mayonnaise on it, um, but okay. you know me, I like mm. my idea of food exploration is fast food that I haven't had before, like that more than anything. <laughs> you can sit me down for like fine dining, and I'm like, cool. I paid an arm and a leg. It makes sense that it tastes all right. Right. But to quote my good buddy Tony's dad, show me what you can do for five bucks. Right. Well, this looks like uh, kind of like. KFC-ish. There is a lot of... They refer to their chicken as Chicken Joy okay. for whatever reason. Uh, they have a mascot. I guess the Jolly Bee himself. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it. The demand for the place was crazy. I, I drove by for the first time a couple weeks ago. I went with my, my strutting buddy up to Baltimore. And on the way back down, we were like, well, let's drag out this evening even further let's just <laughs> swing by Jollibee see if we can after eating Italian food in Baltimore all day right let's get something else to shove in our fat yappers uh we pull up and it was just a bunch of Filipinos in like six different lines mm-hmm. and a security guard literal security guard like you were trying to get into the 930 club type shit wow and he was passing out menus and we were kind of eyeballing the menu, thinking, what are we going to get? And he's like, no, if you, first of all, because of COVID, we don't have people inside. So you have to call. Oh. And he's like, it's about an hour and 45 minute wait for your food. What? After you order. That's how popular and coveted this is. I guess because, uh, again, the, the COVID stuff's still going on. Right. Not for you and me. We've had our shots. Yeah. Suck at you, unvaccinated swine. But. People, obviously, again, you can't go into these high-end restaurants, and you I guess you could do curbside, mm. but you're missing half the charm, right? Like, who gives a shit? Like, the right. food isn't served on a great plate. It's shoved into styrofoam. You don't have the great scenery of the restaurant around you, the vibe. But fast food, who gives a fuck, right? It's just, it's served to you in a bag either way, outside, inside. Who gives a shit? So I think people are, like, extra fired up for food that you can kind of just take out, and that's more or less what it was designed for, period. Um, Plus, again, I think the Filipinos in the area are losing their minds for Mm. this joint. They're like, it's a taste of home. Fuck yeah, this is great. Right. Um, We drive away planning to return in a couple of weeks. (laughs) We're like, look, we're going to do this right, and we do. Uh, You know, I... 
get another friend of mine, my buddy Rich, who, uh, like me, needs to drop a few, maybe. Mm-hmm. Not by beauty standards, because we're beautiful in all sizes, right. Michael. But, you know, by the standards of not dying in our sleep. Right. Probably could stand to lose some, as gotcha. could I. And uh, I get him. You guys might be called the sleep apnea sample size. Yeah, exactly. We are that very important <laughs> sleeps like. <laughs> I, I'm guilty of that as well. Yeah, you fucking saw these, man. But that does not mean, I will say this, that does not mean that you have apnea. Snoring and apnea are different things. Oh, okay. But yeah, I remember one time I brought you like a charge cord when mm-hmm. you were in the hospital. Right. Or something with your butt pipe, if I remember. Yeah. And you were zonked out on whatever they gave you. And I was like, God damn, I can hear that guy down the hall. Uh, doesn't uh, matter. You still crush ass, buddy. Don't ever think you're not sexy. Thank you. So <laughs> we plan to return and we we do it right. We're, we're going to do it on a Friday night. I'm like, we're going to call ahead. Did you get dressed up? Yeah, I I dressed up the way Problem Child dressed up when he got adopted by John Ritter. Like I wanted to get <laughs> a red bow tie, <laughs> little yeah, the little bow tie, and uh, <laughs> a little bowl cut. I was ready for it, and I call and I'm like, okay, look, I probably have to call hour hour and a half in advance. This place is 45 minutes from our front right. door, by the way, in Wheaton, Maryland. I'm like, I'm gonna call in advance. How big a wait can it be? Well, it turns out to wait an hour for your fast food chicken joy, Michael, you have to sit through a 30 plus minute wait on the phone. And the the timer system was broken. Whatever was built in to uh, the hold system was broken. So I called and it's like, you are position 23 in the queue your approximate wait time is 30 minutes. And as I waited for that entire 30 minutes, just out of spite by the end of it, right? the entire time I heard I was 23 in the queue with a wait time of 30 minutes. Like, it didn't tick up. I thought we were going to have to abandon ship on this plan. And we were, I was trying to come up with other places to go, but I, I held on. Right. And the entire time interrupted maybe every five minutes to give my non-changing place in queue. That's that's it. Right. Was the Jollibee theme song. Like played on a loop like the Taliban has me prisoner and is trying to break me down style. <laughs> and if I recall, it was like, I'm your friend. I'm Jolly Bee, I'm Jolly Bee, a Jolly Bee for everyone. But da 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 Wow, you really do know the song. da 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 And it just would go on a fucking loop like that. And... This sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it was so beaten into me that the entire ride up, once I got through, and I'm like, okay, we're driving, guys. The entire fucking ride, I was singing to the car, like, I'm your friend. And, I mean, they fucking hated me. I hated myself, but it was that in the back of my head. Um, All right. I need to know, how was the food? The food was good. Food was solid. It was the crispiest goddamn chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. I'll say that much. Like, eating pretty much uh, packaging peanuts. You know, like that level of... You know, I I I feel like uh, the spicy chicken sandwich at Chick Fil A and at Popeyes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's a hint of like donutty taste to it. The bread, or yeah, yeah. yeah. I I mean, Jollibee has some fucking sweet sauce on it, so it's definitely on this one too. They they do the same thing that every sandwich other than Chick Fil A does, where it's like. Basic chicken sandwich, your flavor will be determined by this shit that we dump on top of it. Uh, right. Which I think it's weird that everyone who was like, we are going to come for Chick-fil-A's crown, didn't emulate their, we have a spicy, which is clearly like a different right. process. You know, like if you eat a Chick-fil-A spicy sandwich, 
like the the meat is clearly soaked in some brine that mm-hmm. turns it a spicy color. You know what I mean by spicy mm-hmm. color? Something red and angry, right? Like my penis, right? And the breading is different too. But they don't. Everyone else, their solution is like we have one patty, and if you get the spicy, we're just dumping like a chipotle mayo on this piece right. and calling it a day. Um, Jollibee is in that camp where it's like you want the spicy one. It's just a different mayo, <laughs> same <laughs> chicken. Um, what broke my heart about Spicy Bee, or Jolly Bee, sorry, it's all merging together in my head, and now the theme song is stuck again. <laughs> uh, what broke my heart, they serve a mango pie, much like an apple pie right. from McDonald's, but filled with like mango chunks and that peach chunks good. instead. It's delicious. So I ordered a few, thinking I would take home one to my mom. She's not a big mango person, uh, but I'm like, fuck it. Who can say no to this? You know, it's half peach. It's covered in a sugary crust. Like, it's right. more crust than fruit. You know, get over it. Uh, my my friend Anne's car, though, has a bit of an ant problem mm. in it. Uh, don't I think she parked, she told me about six months ago, over an ant hill for several days. And they've kind of been... How big was the anthill? I guess, like, that Close Encounters of the Third Kind mashed potato mountain-sized. Because they got in there, and they've been self-sustaining, like, fusion reaction ever since. Has she thought about maybe vacuuming her car? I think she's vacuumed. I've told her to put ant traps in. Because I'm like, you're going to have to do something to kill these things if they... I feel like... They're doing like Donner party stuff to stay alive, you know, like they're eating the babies, they're eating the corpses, and they've managed to do it even though there's no food in the car, which by the way, she claims, but I think it's horse shit because she opened her trunk in front of me one Mm -hmm. time. There's all sorts of food in the trunk. I'm like, you know, trunk food counts, right? Like, <laughs> they're ants. They have nothing better to do than mill around the entirety of your yes, fucking car. Yes, but it's car. not in the car area proper. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> she's like, this is in the boot. It doesn't count. Yeah. So, I lay down this little mango pie in its cardboard container in her cup holder. And we drive back. And I proudly pull it out for my mom isolate those words and (laughs) as i hold it in my hands before i give it to her i notice an ant coming off it which i immediately smash but my mom uh is so keened into bugs just lives in fear of bugs she's like what did you just do and i was like nothing i did nothing she's like you did something what did you do and i was like okay i saw a bug but I killed it. She's like, was it tied to the mango pie? And I'm like, no, not at all. There was just a random bug on your credenza. She's like, okay. So we go into the kitchen. She opens the container containing this mango pie. And out tumble with it two ants. And I hear screaming like it's a Tom and Jerry cartoon. And it's like just you see a right. woman's legs and she's like, ah! because jerry is running around her ankles Mm -hmm. i hear that level of screeching and then the pie is immediately hurled into the trash now i don't know how you would react to two little fucking ants like not big ones not carpenter ants my right but like two little guys being on a pie that you kind of had yeah you're shaking your head like who gives a shit right? right Same same with me. I'd be like, okay, nuke the thing for 10 seconds. That disinfects it all, right? I was... I don't know if it was like the time I put on hold. Right. Listening to the fucking jolly. I'm your friend. Over and over. Or the fact that I drove pretty much two hours round trip to get this piece. The fact that the option for me to eat it was not even permitted. That it was just like thrown in the trash i didn't speak to my mom for was like, it a new trash bag it was on top but it was like adjacent ah. to some crap like it was on top enough where i for a good three seconds and you should have just shoved it in your mouth in front of her i very much regret that i didn't 
<laughs> like the only thing holding me back was it was next to like a used piece of steel wool. And I so rarely see that in the trash that it threw me. Like my trash computations were not able to process because I'm like, steel wool, gross or not? Is steel wool clean? Is it washed? Kind of like a, you know, like a, a sponge would be that you used? Or is it like, I didn't know where the steel wool went. That was the part of the equation I couldn't handle. Right. And so like I stared and I ultimately shut the trash can lid and then just like, gay, oh, stared daggers at my mom and stalked off and did not talk to her. This was on a Friday night. Didn't talk to her until like Monday or something. (laughs) She's like, don't you think this is a bit much for a pie? And I'm I'm like, I'm thinking you're not going to trick me into talking to you with that. And the only reason I started talking to her is because we had to get some plumbing. I, I mean like hardcore plumbing done in the house. Like I had to take the cats to the vet to be boarded all day and all night because they had to jackhammer out the floor in our living room to get to a pipe. Oh, yeah, because we don't have a crawl space or a basement. So they had to rip out the carpet, jackhammer through several feet of cement, dig, and get to this pipe. And that didn't address things, Michael. So in another week or so, we've got another house chunk getting jackhammered out. Yeah. Get a crawl space or basement. Make sure you have one of those. Yeah, you don't have a crawl space? No. It's just built on a fucking slab. Do you have a moisture problem? Yeah, it's it's uh, it can get moldy in that house. No, oh, wow. Yeah, it's not. And apparently, the reason they didn't build basements is because the terrain is kind of swampy. But I'm like, well, isn't that the reason you would build it? Right. Like, you're, it sounds like you're saying like it would have been hard. So fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but like being on a swamp, it seems like it, it most necessitates right that that little structure so i can't believe uh after all the trouble you went through you mm-hmm. pulled it out for your mother mm-hmm. wiped off a few ants yeah and she didn't want it no i brandished it i said put this betwixt your lips um, i didn't see why you wouldn't speak to her for a few days yeah thank you that's all i wanted to hear that yeah. seeing that pie hurled away i'm gonna i'll be damned if i'm not buying like five of those maybe your brother could stop by and ate it no, my brother's on this weird, like, all meat kick kind of, you know, I don't eat carbs thing. Uh, so I, I can't buy him shit anymore. I'd, I'd call it healthy because he's in shape if he took in any sort of nutrition outside of meat. But Right. Is that the Atkins? I don't know what the fuck is that the Atkins? I think it is. I think it is, Murray. Oh, okay. So no bagels for him. No, nothing to notch on of that nature. All right. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. I don't know what he's got cooking, but it's it's not carbs. It's well, not a loaf of bread. Did he ever get his uh, personal injury thing settled? I honestly don't know. I mm. think not because the entire court system wound oh, to a yeah. halt, ground to a halt. Because of COVID. So I think he's still dealing with that shit. All right, sleepyhead. I know. I'm not sure what's going on with me. It's okay, sleepyhead. We should call it a quits anyhow. We've got an hour six. We're an hour in, huh? Yeah, which should be an hour three because we had three minutes of goofery at the beginning of this pod. That's right. Well, we, uh, we're going to have to do one with Eva here. We will. But for now, it's just good to do one with the men. Yeah, menses. At M-I-K-A-E-L-L-J-O-H-N. That is right. On instant Twitter. Yeah. I'm at Papa's Basement. He's Michael Johnson. I'm John Papa Giorgio. And find us patreon.com slash Papa's Basement. Whoa. Where if you give me enough money, I can live like a forever boy. Right. And never have to work for real. That's right. And you'll still get podcast episodes whether or not you give me money. But don't oh, you want to start giving me the money to live the life that you wish you could? Right. Uh, sitting in my bed with my cat on my lap, playing 18 hours straight of Hades, the most addictive video game known to man. In your own kind of Neverland Ranch in the background. Yeah, exactly. I, it's Neverland Ranch, except I don't have sex with kids. All right. And... I've got just cats instead of chimpanzees and llamas, right. but otherwise, 
pretty much exactly Neverland Ranch. I like it. Thank you. Neverland Bunny Ranch. <laughs> Thank you for calling Jollibee Westfield Wheaton. Our business hours are from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. Due to strict social distancing protocols, we have restricted transactions to advance call-in orders only. Call-in orders will be accepted as early as 6 a.m. Please proceed to the store at your assigned pickup time. You are at position 8 in the queue. The estimated wait time is about 15 minutes.